Boomtron. 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 Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Netflix OGs get your groove on. We talk about it all, we could be wrong. Kill the better views like a Demogorgon. Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Just a few guys talking about the originals. Yo, pick your favorite show, we can put it on. We know it also, nothing's atypical. And welcome to the Boomtron Podcast. I'm Diego, I'm joined by Amy and Mark. And today we're taking a dive into... One of the most popular shows, I think, out on TV right now, and that's Paramount's Yellowstone. So, hi, Mark. Hi, Amy. Howdy, howdy. I, uh, I took the deepest dive possible because I watched all three seasons of this show in the space of a week and a half <laughs> to, so to get ready for Sunday. <laughs> so you got, you, you got like the best of everything because you didn't have to wait so long for season four like everyone else did. Thank God, because honestly, after that season three cliffhanger, if I'd had to wait a year, I probably would have no hair left, like on my head or my <laughs> eyebrows or eyelashes or anything. That was you're crazy. also in a good. You're also in a good position because you. A lot of it was more fresh for you. Like I absolutely remembered how the last season ended. I remembered the cliffhanger. I remembered everything blowing up, and I remembered um, the shootings. I remembered all of that. But there were other things that I had forgotten. Like I had forgotten the whole thing with Jamie and the governor and how uh, the the Native American um, leader was involved with that and not with the shooting, but with the with the wildlife and trying to figure out the stopping of the building of the airport. I had forgotten about the airport. Like I, uh, there was a lot that I had forgotten. I'm starting then, to see a trend here, Amy, where you're uh, forgetting always the show, <laughs> the seasons prior to the new season. I do. I do. It's terrible. So I actually watched then the, the last episode um, because Paramount was showing, you know, the, the shows leading up to it. So I watched the last episode before the premiere, which was super helpful because they kind of, put me in the right frame of mind i was like okay now i remember um so yeah so i was not sure how they were going to come back from that and i thought for sure one of the family members was going to have to be dead like i i couldn't see a way out of that like they shot him they shot the dad point blank she was right next to the box when it exploded she was Um, right next to it she was a couple she was okay but but still, I mean, that was not a little explosion. Like that no, was a it was big, not a little... you know, I don't know. I, the whole I thing. Mean, for... Go, ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say season three ended on probably one of the most intense cliffhangers that I can remember in a long time. Usually like cliffhangers for me are just like filled with drama or like just like, but this one was like intense action intense drama it had a little bit of everything so that cliffhanger at the end of season three was just one i think one of the best cliffhangers i've ever been a part of i've ever well, watched i yeah I, for me it, it, i'm gonna show my age in the worst possible way but it harkens back to dynasty like dynasty <laughs> used to have these crazy multi-pronged cliffhangers there was one where like the entire cast was in a church for a wedding and these terrorists busted in with Uzis and opened fire. And the last scene of the cliffhanger was the entire cast laying on the ground motionless. And right. You know, you know, like, so stuff like that where it's like everyone's in jeopardy. Everyone has something to lose. That's that's good TV, man. And I'll also say, and I asked my mom because she, she's also watching the show. So she was, at, she was very disappointed that no one, you know, 
died. And no, right. And she's like, these guys took all these shots and the, the bomb and the Uzi shots and, and whatnot, and they all survived. So it's like, what's, what's there really to worry about? So she kind of, I didn't really think about it that way, but also in my mind, I'm like, they can't die. Yeah. Like I said, well, I said as I was watching it, I was like, listen, if Casey dies, I'm done. I'm not watching anymore. That that was like my deal breaker. Yeah, <laughs> but interestingly, uh, and and maybe I missed something. Although I wasn't, I, this was one that I sat down and I did not do anything while I was watching. Um, I don't remember seeing Casey's wife or son in this two-hour premiere. No, we yeah. Didn't, uh, no, right. no, and we I saw him at the beginning, like the when it was flash happening. forward after that. Yeah, yeah, we uh, didn't see him in the flash forward at all. But, but they I, were supposedly I we safe. I was because because like, they were supposedly what? safe at the ranch house after after. I mean, remember Tate shot that guy when it was about to beat up his mom. That was crazy. Right. So my what my thinking is that she left, like she left him because mm, she just watched her son have to kill somebody. And that's my thinking that maybe there wasn't a death, but there was still a pretty significant loss. Well, talk, and, talk about a character having to grow up real quickly because he got kidnapped also in season uh, three. Mm-hmm. Right. And now he just blew this guy up with the shotgun. Like he he's he he's gone through it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He's gone through it. Amy, you make a good point, though, because uh, when when. Um, John Dutton came out of his coma briefly at that first part of the flash forward. And he Mm -hmm. said to Beth, who did we lose? And she said, define lose. Right. So that could very much be someone leaving like, you know, uh, I mean, let's be honest. The only person that we were hoping would not make it through was Jamie, right? Uh, yeah. (laughs) And, and again, the question is, was it Jamie? Was Jamie behind this? I, that's see, what Mark and I were kind of talking about when you came late. Is that <laughs> <laughs> is who 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 orchestrated? It? Was it that company that's trying to build the airport, or was it Jamie, who seems to be very heavily influenced now by his uh, his dad, his real dad? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and I think that uh, the minute for me, you know, that uh, uh, rainwater. Uh, he was obviously a prime candidate for this kind of underhanded behavior as well. But when he said, we've got to find out who did this before they do it to us, and he was in the company of his his compatriots and no one else, I said, okay, check him off the suspect list. And for me, Jamie is just like number one with a bullet. I think, right. I think you know, and I, I think that would be just a really good kind of Oedipal sort of Greek tragedy way to, to have this family implode upon itself. Um, Absolutely. I was also upset at the beginning because, you know, you have all the action and you have everyone at the ranch fighting back, Casey fighting back, the the ranch hands fighting back. And there's one scene where Casey's wife and his son are making it down to to the the, the barn with all the the, bar, uh, the hand handlers are. Mm-hmm. And you see them, you know, roping a guy up to hang him. And my thought is, why are they not keeping some of them alive? To figure right. out who did it, why? Right. Did, like they captured that guy. That guy has been captured. He is alive. Like why? Like there's. I feel like there were other instances where the family, whether it's Dutton or Casey or Rip, you know, they've they've gone, you know, beyond the law and taken the law into their own hands, kind of thing, to figure things out. And I just, I, I, I was, I felt like it was a missed opportunity to have someone to be able to question them you know, their way 
yeah. right. and get get some answers. Or maybe they do. Maybe they do. Maybe they have someone hidden in like the basement or something. And uh, we're, we're going to get to that. But You know, it, another note about that hanging. So, again, we were talking about how it was like, what, like 15 or so minutes of just nonstop action. Yeah. Explosions and shootouts and everything. And in so many shows, somebody hanging someone else would be like a cornerstone action drama moment this was like 30 seconds of background i was like this right. guy they, they they strung this guy up and it was like a throwaway scene it was just it was crazy that whole opening was like amazing oh uh, you know who, who else had a sad part in this episode i'm sure we're gonna see more of him is jimmy uh you know what <laughs> Stupid I, and I, thought, jimmy. I thought it was, i thought it was dead actually because when when his girlfriend went to like pick him up he was yes. super limp Super That's limp. what I said when we were texting. I thought that he was dead too because he just rolled over. So I thought for sure that he was dead. And then I was kind of like, all right, well, he did it himself because he wasn't supposed to be riding <laughs> and he was already hurt. And like, okay, good riddance. But then I Same. thought it was super <laughs> I thought it was super <laughs> interesting though that he was paralyzed, but that his girlfriend stayed because she spent a lot of time in the finale from last season talking to him about his brand and what that means and that he shouldn't be doing stupid things and that she really liked who he was beforehand and I thought it was really interesting that that she's kind of staying and and working with him and and staying through um the person that's called real love Amy yeah well I was surprised too I thought she'd have been out of there me too. Like she strikes me as more of a shallow character, not I don't like know. Laramie, but, like her girlfriend. And what what yeah. exactly did uh did Dutton send him to? To just be on the road touring with the 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 Cowboys? Where where did he send them off to? What are you talking about? They, you know, like they told Jimmy. Yeah. John Dutton was like, "You can't stay here. I'm giving you one last chance. If they can't make a man a cowboy out of you, no one will." Did he send them with like those guys that Dutton hired to like do the horses and stuff? Oh, and he has to yeah. be like a like a, a roadie or something. I don't know. I kind of kind of like familiar. that. Well, and he said it was like so he broke his promise to not ride again. And then I, I remember him saying that this is like Dutton uh, John saying that this was his way of making a man of Jimmy. Um, yeah. So he sent him on the road, but I'm not entirely sure to do what uh, he went with that guy, uh, the new guy Travis. Okay. Yeah. Who's like the 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 horse handler or like this? Yeah. What I don't know I don't know what the exact title is there of him, but he could ride a yeah. horse. I know that. Yeah. Well, there you go. The saddest loss for me was Rip's house. I was so sad. I love <laughs> Rip. I love Rip so much, and he was starting to build his little life with Beth there. And the fact that they burnt that house down, I was like. Oh, I don't know. I just watching him. He's going around. He's taking care of everybody. And then he's like, what's on fire? And then they were like, uh, and then he starts walking. I was like, oh, it's your house. And I was so sad for that. Um, Their stories, their stories. Interesting, too. Now was this kid. Uh, Yes. Yes. And I forget who one of you said it early on. Like Mark said it about adopting this kid. It's the kiss of death for a TV series, a TV series. I mean, like. Oliver on the Brady Bunch and uh, Joey Lawrence's character on Give Me a Break. Like name <laughs> name a show that brings a kid on halfway through it that like had a great season to follow. So when, but that's when this... what kind of 
So two things about, first of all, that's also what kind of tells me that Tate and the wife are gone because they, they need some kid on the show. Right. Um, Mm. The other thing is though, you cannot compare those kids on to the Brady Bunch and those parents <laughs> That's uh, true. with Rip and Be- Rip and Be- I mean, you saw how Rip interacted with this kid right up from the beginning. This <laughs> is not true. the Brady Bunch. So I think it's going to be a very different uh, kind of relationship. I, I don't know if it's going to be a good one, um, but I, I think both of them really, I don't know. I think both Rip and Beth have a lot of love to give Rip in particular. I, I worry a little bit about Beth. I, I yeah. feel like she might try to make him be bad, and I don't know. Well, I could definitely well, see. There's definitely gonna. There's definitely gonna be a moment where Rip saves this kid, or someone does something to this kid, and Rip takes care of that business real quick. Yes. You know. Yes. The way the way I saw it going, like with these little things that Beth was doing, like when she rubbed her hand against the back of his head in the hospital, and and then the way she was cooking for him, even though she doesn't know how to cook. I think it's bringing out a, a softer post life flashing before your eyes explosion side of her that Rip is going to worry about because it's going to make it so this kid can really take advantage of her. And I think that'll be, you know, every relationship has to have conflict to be entertaining. And they had an entire season in season three of cuddles and kisses. So I think this is going to be the conflict for them is how they deal with this kid. And I think the kid is going to be probably a, a, a bit of a scammer who maybe as we go through the season starts to warm up and find his, find his heart and love his family. But I think he's going to put them through it. So did they ever give us a timeline? Like how long after the shooting is this? Like Beth has had time to heal at least her face, uh, not her back, which we then did say, I mean, it's healed, but it's super scarred. Yeah. Like I think they said four months at some point. Okay. Because part of me was thinking, part of me was thinking if it was like, way after like years after wouldn't it be interesting if this kid turns out to be the kid who ran in the field and whose mother got shot when they shot john dutton in the street Mm -hmm. because whatever happened i mean there's there's i mean and again they were like side characters I, i think when we were texting we talked about the fact that at least I know I did, Mark. I think you did too. I thought for sure that woman was in on it. Like that's she why was she was so on the side of the road. Shifty eyed, yeah. So she shifty, got shot. But then, but then she got shot and killed. And I was like, well, I guess not. But we didn't but see that anything happen to the into, kid. Right. The boy ran into the field. We never saw him again. So if it had been years, I would have been like, oh. And and now I kind of feel like I want to go back and look at that kid's face. But I I thought that would have been a, a really interesting story arc hmm. if. He mm. was from that family. Um, but then I guess his dad was in the hospital, right? Dying. And I don't yeah. think they yeah. mentioned his mom when he met Beth, but could have just been a story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that would have been an interesting thing to have happen. I, I'm interested to know more about this kid. And I'm interested yeah. to see um, like, if there's any family that tries to claim this kid you know, coming out of the woodwork, how Rip and Beth would deal with that too. Like somebody trying to take their kid that isn't actually their kid. But of course, Beth will feel completely justified doing whatever she needs to do to keep him. Well, and we're, we're talking about the, the, the season opener and then the flash forward, which, by the way, shout out to Casey for keeping a grenade in his desk drawer. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I've worked in some crappy places before, but never anything to that level where I kept a grenade, you know, handy with my 
like pencil sharpener. But um, sandwiched between that was that flashback uh, to 1893 where they introduced uh, uh, the characters that are going to be in that new series, uh, the Yellowstone prequel. And uh, right. it's got, uh, yeah, and so, um, oh, just uh, Tim McGraw is like the right. Dutton ancestor. Faith Hill's going to be in it. But I wondered why that particular, uh, you know, flashback uh, was sandwiched in there in this premiere because they talked about how he, they were going to bury someone's, uh, the Indian tribe was going to bury their relative on Dutton's land. And I'm wondering if that's significant somewhere down the road. Is that the relative that they found when they were digging the pipeline? Like they pulled out the oh, skull head? Or, it could or what? Be. I mean, I didn't know if they ever tied that together or, or if that was just them kind of giving the new show a little preview airtime. Well, I'll be honest with you. I actually texted you guys partway through that and I said, what are we watching? Because I, I thought it was a commercial. So I didn't pay attention to it because I thought it was a commercial because they'd been having commercials for the new show. So I have no idea what happened there because that's when I stopped paying attention because I thought it was a commercial. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh, wait, no, this is the show. Um, but at that point it was too late. I was already lost. So, Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it's anything of greater significance. I was thinking maybe they were showing that because that's the body that, that they found, the, the bone parts and the, the, the steer skull that had painting markings on it right. later on that caused them to halt the construction. Uh, I guess that was it. I don't know if I missed something. So, Yeah. Uh, so You know what we... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, you know what we didn't talk about? The, the, the I think way you, Rick... I hope you talk the, about it. Yes, yes, way, that's what I was going to talk about. The way Rip handed that man his cooler that he, he lost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My man, <laughs> yo, Rip is so funny. He's like, this is your cooler? <laughs> and the guy knew he was in trouble. I don't know if he right. recognized Rip or not. I don't think he did. But the way he had the snake and then he threw the snake at him, the, the cobra or whatever it was. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then it bit him right in the freaking cheek. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That was oh fantastic. That, that was, was such. I was like, that is such a clever way. Like, there's no evidence, right? No fingerprints, nothing. I was like, just make sure you grab the cooler, and he did. That was that was that was that was. That's what creative. I'm gonna do for sure. <laughs> that was very creative. I, I thought like that was great. Well, rip, rip, I do too. Rip so good. And it was one of those great holy crap moments because even though we didn't get a Dutton family member death, at least that we know of. So uh, I wanted. I almost said Sawyer because he's from Lost. Um, right, uh, right. What was his name? Rourke. Rourke. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, he was kind of being defined as a, a major player. He was he was going toe to toe with Beth. Uh, he was so cocky and seemingly untouchable. And they're like, send in the milk. Send in the the ice chest. <laughs> right. So that was pretty cool. Even even Rainwater and his his buddy Mo, they they got their hands dirty in this episode too because they had the guy. Who was in the yeah. casino, you know, bragging about he's the one that set up all of this and this and that, and you know they they got they they drag, tied him to a horse and dragged him around the field, and uh, it seems like based on the previews we see later on, it seems like they found some information on who who set this all up. Yes, right. Well, and again, it could be anyone that they pull out of the back of that car with the bag on their head. But I just let me again throw in my my Jamie is the bad guy theory. They made a point of showing Jamie buying a ranch that he said, this is for me. So this guy being dressed in, in cowboy clothing, that could easily be Jamie, not in his pinstripe suit, but Jamie, you know, 
that they pulled him off his ranch and he's the one that they're delivering to John as the guy who did it. I just think that would be such a cool, uh, like, holy crap moment when they pull that bag off his head and it's his little weaselly face. I feel like it's so easy to make it Jamie, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's the obvious villain here. And so I kind of feel like it's definitely Jamie, especially because when Rip calls him and he says, I don't think you should call me anymore, Rip. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, what does that mean? Is it you? Um, but then I feel like that's too easy. But I also feel like it's super easy. If or it's, Jamie's dad. Th- yeah, maybe it's Jamie's dad. But he doesn't seem like he has that kind of power to be able that's to pull some, this whole thing off. Yeah, that's some but, right there. But there's also, you remember, um, and it was in the last, the last, the finale of last season when Beth was going toe to toe with the businessmen and she said, oh, she said something. I should go back and look at our text because I think we even texted about it. Um, she said some great line to the, you are the trailer park. and yes, I'm and I'm the, the tornado. tornado. <laughs> right. And then she also said something about I'm the bigger bear. Um, oh, yeah. Like she, that's it. You know? Oh, and I that's, just. That's good. I feel like maybe, possibly, it's them. Maybe it's that woman that she, who, when they had the meeting with the governor, um, she came out and created, Beth created that sex scandal for her. And like that woman had to leave the meeting. Like there are so many different people that it could be. And while it would be like a huge, like, oh, if it was Jamie, cause this is his family, but his family's never really cared about him. Um, I, I feel like Jamie's just the obvious answer. So it would be almost kind of cool if they framed Jamie for it. And Jamie didn't do it. Like if one of those other people framed Jamie, because again, I'm pretty sure the Dettons think it's Jamie too. Mm-hmm. And so if it turns out that they punish him and then it's not him, like how much worse would that be? I I want it to be Jamie because I feel like that's the best possible betrayal because you would expect the, uh, even, even the uh, Rainwaters people, you would expect them to be coming for the Duttons, but to have it happen from in the, you know, in the family I've seen, we've seen three seasons of Jamie sniveling and going, I did it all for you. I want to see Jamie be like, yeah, I did this. It's for me, you know, and, and, yeah. and, and I like dark Jamie. So yeah. I'm rooting, I'm rooting for Jamie to be evil. <laughs> well, in the, in the preview for like, you know, coming this season on, I feel like there was some discussion about Jamie's adoption. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering if maybe that information that he has or that they have is, is incorrect. Like, mm. I, it, you know what I mean? Like, it would be interesting to find out that he really is John Dutton's son after all of this. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like Twist. Yeah, that would be a huge <laughs> twist after all of this and all of these years. That would and be just, something. And I just thought of something now that we were talking about that, that part with Beth. And how she says she's the bigger bear, bigger uh, the bigger bear, is what she, what is she gonna do with that land? Like, is there is there is that gonna come into play somehow later on in the show? Like, why? I feel like I feel like they showed that also for for future stuff because I think that land's gonna be important that she she co-owns there. Yeah, whether it's important in terms of money or blackmail or something, but. He's definitely got to read the fine print. 
next it, time. Yeah, read the fine print. That was a heck of a power play. See, I, that's that that dynasty stuff that you know I now control Denver Carrington moment that you know that I love Yellowstone for. I feel like again having come off a week and a half of of binging the whole show. There's this like formula where it's a little bit of dynasty, a little bit of like just family soap, like you know soap opera, and then there's at least like a five to ten minute sequence of what I call cowboy porn, which is just <laughs> them doing cowboy things. You know, here let's right. have a rodeo. Here let's go wrestle some some stampeding horses. And so every time that starts, I'm just like cowboy porn. Um, right. And uh, you know, but it's got a little bit of something for everybody. You know. Yeah, I do have no, to. I, I do have to. I, I am going to ruin something for you because I feel like if, <gasps> if I can't get this out of my head, no, it's not a spoiler. Don't worry. Oh, if I okay. can't get this out of my head, I'm going to drag everyone down. Did you guys ever see the Gas X commercial where the guy's in the interview <laughs> and everything he hears has to do with farting? No. And he's in an interview <laughs> oh. and 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 the, the the receptionist knocks on the door and opens the door and says, uh, "Sir, your son Rip is online toot." Okay. And so now every time we see Rip's character, uh, Rob and I are saying, oh, Rip, Rip, are you online too? You're online too, Rip. So Google, Google Gas X Rip on No, man, too. I'm not going to let you do Come that on. to my man, no Rip. Thanks. I'm not going to let you <laughs> no ruin thanks. the character of Rip for me. All right. But I'm not going to let you do it. I'm not going to let you do it. I'm not going to let you. Don't so you delete this. <laughs> what, I guess, what, where do you see, you know, some of these characters going? Like, what's the, what's the game plan? I mean, I think... Obviously, the overall mission is to find out who done it, right? Who did it? Yeah, but I, I, I wonder how quickly that's going to be resolved. Right. Like, is that going to be the season we're trying to find out who did it, um, or is it going to be they find out who did it and the season is trying to, you know, get revenge? Um, and then, if that's the case, does the season end? Like, I almost feel like it's going to get to a point where they're going to, they're going to ruin everything and everyone around them and be left with nothing. Like they'll just have nothing left. Um, and, and that's kind of why I think very those Jamie twists. Yeah, exactly. Very Shakespearean. And I think those Jamie, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. I'm hoping for a Jamie twist. I'm hoping that it's not Jamie, but Jamie gets framed for it. They think it's Jamie. And then they find out that Jamie's actually John's son and he didn't do it after all. Like that's kind of what I'm hoping. And I'm, I'm super curious about this kid. Um, I, again, the, the kid didn't come out and find Beth. She sat down next to the kid. So Mm. I I don't think there's anything like nefarious with the kid, but I am, that is a storyline that I'm interested in, just kind of seeing how Beth and Rip's relationship evolves with with this kid. Jimmy, I don't care. Let him do yeah, whatever. Please. The only Bye-bye, interesting Jimmy. thing, for me, the only interesting thing about Jimmy is that his girlfriend is played by Josh Brolin's daughter, Eden Brolin. And I thought that was kind of cool. And now that I look at her, I see that jaw and, and I can't I can't not see oh, it's a, such the Brolin a specific family. Jaw. Yeah, but I'm so glad that you know ship Jimmy away and please let him not come back. But uh, I think for me, Beth. I mean, she's my favorite character from the jump. I mean, she says and does all of these just pure id things that we all would love to be able to do, and she has the power to back it up. Um, I know I joke with you when she walked out of that explosion. I half expected her to take that cigarette from that other guy and, and light it off of her own burning wounds. <laughs> she's just so badass she ninja. 
Yes. She but, is. Um, she is. I, I think that Carter, the kid, I think she's going to be torn between two lives. Uh, she, this idea that she could be a mother that she never thought possible and to try to be a better person for him and badass Bigger Bear Beth. That's going to be our yeah, but, four Bs. But, badass Bigger Bear but, Beth. But think about how she's been parented. So is there really going to be, like, is she going to try to be a mother like John is a father? Or is she going to try to be like a nurturing mother? I think she's going to try to be like a tough mother. I don't think she's going to be like a, hi, sweetie, don't you feel good? Let's make you some soup, blah, blah, blah. And we've already seen that Rip isn't going to be that kind of dad. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I don't know that there's going to be as big of a, like Casey, Casey was always torn between my family does this awful, awful stuff and I have to do awful stuff for my family and I want to protect my son from it, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas I don't feel like Beth would be torn. I feel like Beth would be like, all right, Carter, and now we have to go get revenge on people and now we're going to go kill people and now we're going to go do some things. That's what I kind of feel like. Like Beth as a mother, isn't. there's not going to be any crisis of conscience because Beth is going to mother the way that Beth lives. Like nothing would be mm. different there. I don't know. Ima That's just my I thought. Imagine if Carter and if, if Tate is still around, assuming he is, imagine if Carter and Tate come to blows or have some kind of conflict, you know, either by being on the, you know, different groups at school or, or the, the cowboy versus native American thing or something. And suddenly uh, Beth and Casey are at odds over their kids. Like that adds another layer to it too. Yeah, yeah. I was just uh, looking at something, and it's about Jimmy and how. So he is going with the Wranglers, and they're going to the Four Six Ranch, which is in Texas, and that's where they raise the finest horses and livestock in the world. And supposedly, that's the other spinoff that they're doing off Yellowstone. Oh, there's another one. Yeah, so it's called uh, Yellowstone's Six 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 Four Sixes. And it's about Wait, the Four Sixes Ranch in Texas. And and Jimmy's one of the stars? I don't know if he's the star, but that's where he's probably heading. So he's probably going to be part of that spinoff show. Well, I'll have to set my DVR for that so I can delete it. We're just going to be Yellowstone <laughs> out. All right. Yellowstone out. 6666. Uh, the six, Four Sixes Ranch. 1883. Just all numbers. All the spinoffs yeah. have and to have numbers, though. And they're all on Paramount. Yep. Uh, I believe okay. so. The it hasn't right. been announced, but it will mo most likely be in 2022. You know, one other okay. thing I'd love to see, jumping back real quick to look at ahead, um, and I think maybe this is too soapy for it to happen at Yellowstone, but Kevin Costner, I mean, his heart is with Evelyn, you know, his wife who died so long ago. She's played by a, a name actress in the flashbacks, Gretchen Maul. Um, right. I'd like her to come, we need her to come back from the dead. Like she didn't die. She, <laughs> you know, someone faked her death. Like, cause she, I mean, and to have another female shaking it up, someone who is, you know, badass enough to have created Beth through her lovely parenting. Um, I'd love to see her come back somehow, but I don't think it happened. Um, I think they're going to have to make a spinoff called like 1996. There you go. I mean, let's be honest. Rip was happy to dig up his mother, so I mean, gross, cringe. Oh my god, anything is possible. <laughs> and take, I mean, 
he's pulling that ring off her well, way too well-preserved finger for being dead for 30 years. But he's, And I'm just like, go to Jared. This is so gross. Like, <laughs> it's Rip, man. That's, how, that's the only way Rip was going to do it. Ugh. That's right. That's right. I don't know. Well, I'm excited so, for the season. I'm so glad that this show is back. It is really one of my all-time favorite shows. And now I, I see why. It's so good. I actually said that to someone today who was asking me if I was watching anything good. And I said, everything that you've ever asked me, forget. Yellowstone needs to go to the top of your list and you need to start it today. Yeah. Right. I, prom- I promise you it will be one of your favorite shows. It's, and I have to agree. I think, I think it cracks definitely top 10. I'd have to really sit down and look at my top five. But it's very good. Very, very good. Yeah. It's well, just got a little something for everybody, I think. I don't I know. Mean, and it, Did you know that you can rent one of the cabins at the ranch? Like for <gasps> a vacation? What? Oh, on field trip. <laughs> what? <laughs> we have to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can rent. Like, I think they offer, uh, like, Casey's cabin. <gasps> the, 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 what's the, the brother, the, the oldest brother who got, who got, Lee. who got, got sh- Lee. Yeah, Lee's Lee, cabin. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the main house is available. Uh, it would probably it's be like, too expensive like, anyway. But it's like a whole package, I think. I think you, you get the cabin for however many nights, and then I think you get to go like around the prop. You get like a tour of the, the ranch, cause, and I think you get to like ride horses maybe. What? Um, oh, but my you can gosh. Def- but you can definitely, definitely rent some of the cabins out. See, I, would, I want the Beth package. And you, can, I, you could fit, I think it's up to like eight people. We have to go. Maybe, maybe 12. That's us. That's us. Well, I, I want the Beth package though, where I can just sit in a trough and drink champagne. <laughs> you guys, you guys can go wrangle. <laughs> I definitely so, want to wrangle. I definitely, if you if awesome. you are oh a big Yellowstone fan and you want to, you know, live that experience, definitely uh, Google that. You can definitely. I saw it up until, uh, I guess, in last you know May when I started watching and finishing all the seasons when we were just looking up stuff and. It's expensive, but I think uh, I think it, I think it's worth it, man. Because I'll tell you what I'll tell you this: besides the show being like really really good, the uh, the cinematography of oh, the show. Oh, it's beautiful! It's beautiful. It's just every time, every time there's like one of those views, you know, my wife or my dad if we're watching it with him, he'll be like, "Could you imagine waking up to that every morning?" Right. And it's true. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And not that's a lot nothing. of land. I don't think I'd want that much land. That's a lot of land, man. That's too much. No, 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 no. I, I agree with you, but I wouldn't mind going to stay there for a while. But I, I will say it, it does. The show also does bring up some really good, like, I, I, I won't say political issues, social issues. I don't know what you'd qualify them as, but like this idea of should, should they really be allowed to own all that land? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, it's a that's lot a of land. lot of land that they own that... And, and they make and, it a and point. I wouldn't I've... want it to be developed. Like, that's the thing. I wouldn't want an airport there. I wouldn't want a mall there. Like, I want it to remain undeveloped. But and it is the only way And they make it a point in the show about how, like, they're not making money on the ranch. Right, right. And so, and they're that, not like in a couple money. years, they're gonna, they're not gonna be able to even to afford paying the taxes on the land, right? Like right. they made that a point, especially I think in like season three, when when they're like, listen, we're offering you this money, 
and to build this airport, like take it because you're not you're gonna lose everything eventually. Right. Uh, yeah. It is. It is a lot of land, man. I just I can't. I, I can't imagine all that. <laughs> but, right. But John right. John Dutton. They they showed that one scene. I think it was in season three where uh, it was a flashback to where John Dutton walked his father out to a, a hilltop and his father died in his arms. Right. Yes. Um, played by Dabney Coleman, who again, like now, I feel old as dirt. But um. Right. Right. Anyway, um, the father made. He said, "Promise me, don't ever sell it. Not an inch. Don't give away an inch." And then he died. Like, so as proud and as family oriented as John Dutton is, I just, I, I don't think, I think he'll ride this train till the wheels fall off before he would sell anything. I mean, yeah, which just, again is great. another lesson. Don't ever make your children give you a deathbed wish. Cause that's just <laughs> terrible. That's yeah. just awful. You know, like, come on, <laughs> it's poor guy. Everything he's going through now. Cause he had to make this promise to his dad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think getting shot with a an Uzi was part of the deal. Yeah. Uh, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, but uh, such a great show. And we'll be coming back every week to talk about it as yeah, we so go definitely through tune the in. season. Definitely must watch. You know, let us know what you think about uh, Yellowstone on the Facebook page or, you know, anywhere else on our social media. And like Amy said, we'll definitely be talking about it on a weekly basis. Uh, because it's it's I don't think there was any episodes in any of the seasons where I'm like this is not this wasn't good or this was a bad episode. So I think we'll have plenty uh, to say. Um, but if you guys have your own opinions, you know, drop us some comments about it. And uh, you know, you guys got anything else to say about it? I just well, no. first of all, I do. First of all, your son Rick is online toot. But everybody <laughs> oh, out there. God. Tell people to, to download our podcast. Tell them it's more fun than a rattlesnake in an ice cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think you're ready for the Yellowstone Ranch. I think you're I ready. I am. I think you're ready. <laughs> I think you're ready. All right, guys. Well, we'll catch everyone later. Make sure you follow, download, leave us some comments on the Facebook page, and we will catch everyone next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. This is just a disclaimer. No members of the Boomtron podcast are employed by any of the streaming services mentioned in this episode, nor do they have any business ties with those streaming services. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and all news and information that is shared is simply what these yahoos found online.